Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Time for the Luke and Pete Show. It's Thursday, the 30th of June. Pinch punch, end of the month. We need something to end the month, Luke. We've got pinch punch, uh, smack your mate on the uh, arm kind of thing for the first of the month. Um, but then what about the end of the month, the 30th of uh, June? Um, you could just reverse it. Punch, pinch. Punch and pinch yourself at the end of the punch, month. Punch and pinch, it's just an inch till the end of the month. Yeah, that works. Sweet it's beans, by the way. How's the beans? beans? How are the beans? They're fine. Um, they're a bit sour than usual because I've taken to uh, um, indulging in a shot of uh, an, a special elixir uh, three times a day. Um, you're supposed to only do it once a day, but it's so delicious. I, I, I'm thinking about it now and I'm salivating. What is it? Uh, apple cider vinegar, Luke. Apple what? cider what? vinegar. I'm drinking apple cider vinegar. It's, it's part of your sharp. political it's policies. Very, it's, very... it's part of your manifesto from Monday. <laughs> uh, oh, man, I've, I've just... Is this a thing? On... Yeah, it's a thing. You are but... genuinely celebrating. I can see you doing know, it. You are. Every time I think it's of like apple cider vinegar... It's like me in the Chris vinegar, <laughs> Every time I think of apple cider vinegar, it strips the enamel off your teeth, but it's supposed to help with uh, weight loss and digestion and all that bollocks. But uh, I just saw it in the supermarket. I went, everyone's always going on about this. I'm going to... And they? it had... It had something called the mother in it. I don't really know what the mother is, but I imagine it's... Um, That's the fermentation, you know, like when, right? Yeah, you know when people like do like, make yeast from 100 years old and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, we've got the yeast from 100 years. Have you though? Have you though? Don't worry yeah. about it, dickhead. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been having a shot of um, a delicious apple cider vinegar morning, noon and night. And let me tell you... Oh, yeah, I'm smelling good. <laughs> Tell you what. I didn't even but, know this was a thing, and because it's you, yeah. I'm still doubting if it is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. It is a thing, but uh, people are supposed to do stuff. I don't know. So on the digestion thing, I can't comment because I'm not, it's not, I don't know anything about it, but on the weight loss thing, you do realise the only thing, the only sole yeah. thing is calories in, calories out, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, how much energy in, energy out. That's and, it. And, yeah, that's it, baby. Yeah, but then you have fat binders and stuff, so it's not necessarily that, though, is it? Calories, like, you can stop the calories from hanging around, can't you? And but the only way, the only way you can lose weight is to be in a calorie deficit, deficit. trust me. Yeah. I know I'm fat, but I know why I'm fat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's because, well, last week you had a flake of 
pastry on the floor. That was on Monday, yeah. I was going to eat. Yeah, you, you, know, you know where to find me. Just follow the, uh, follow the crumbs. In the, in the flake aisle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he's, isn't he? He's very, he's very flaky. Not for the reasons you think he's flaky. No, yeah. isn't he? He's literally flaky. He's constantly covered in flakes. I think oh, yeah, the, yeah, pro- yeah. the problem is I, um, I do too many delivery orders from Gail's Bakery. Right, which is not I... only terrible for the waistline, but it's also a colossal waste of money. Yeah, it's I, I don't think my partner knows precisely how much we spend on Deliveroo. I just, I, I, I just don't think she does. And if you she did, know. she'd be horrified. I know because it comes out of my account. How much is it, you reckon? <laughs> oh, it's it's astonishing. It's an astonishing. We're in the cost of living crisis. Why don't you tell the people listening how much it is? No, I'm. I'm <laughs> look. See, and that's where we we're talking about me becoming a politician under. Uh, I'd the, love it if it was Deliveroo. It was your Deliveroo uh, bill that torpedoed un- your campaign. The, the He's spending six hundred quid a month. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so what was it? It's it's thirtieth. Uh, I had one a couple of days ago. Nineteenth of June. This is the week. That was the last weekend. So nineteenth um, of June. The tasty. That was a Chinese. That was for myself. Wang K, Chinese takeaway. Ordered it at half past 11 at night after a few pints. Uh, it arrived at 2am. It Idiot. arrived at 2am when I was asleep. Idiot. Uh, Nagawa on the 15th of June. That was a kind of ch- like, a, like a Japanese thing. Honey Pocket in Angel, 6th of June. And this is me being relatively good. KFC, 3rd of June. The Tasty, 2nd of June. Oh, it's Pete, awful stuff. It's terrible. The Pokeball poke on the 6th of June was when you fucking ordered that really stinky ball in the middle of a massive meeting. What a stinky ball! It's just a little salmon, little salmon treat. You and John ordered one. Yeah, it's good because because John pretends that he he knows he's a culinary master, but in in really he just wants to follow my adventures. He'd be drinking apple cider vinegar next. Guarantee I don't think you. any. You could be drinking apple cider vinegar by the fucking bucket though, and that ain't going to sort you out. <laughs> sort you out with that stuff. I mean, the amount it, of Chinese. I've, I've never I known know. anyone to eat so much Chinese. It's just, I'm just, it's the same meal every time as well. You know, it tastes exactly the same, whatever it's it is. It's crispy shredded beef. Why don't I find an alternative that's just a little bit healthier? It's still crap food, but maybe I could make it myself. I could just put it, why don't I just cook it myself? Like, like it's those things, those, those crispy shredded beef. All they do is get very tiny, minute, trace, homeopathic levels of beef. They stick them them in fucking flour and fry them up in little tubes. And then they just put those little tubes in a plastic Tupperware container. And they freeze those and they bring them out, refry them, cover them in sweet and sour sauce. And that's your fucking meal. Bit of carrot and you're done. Yeah. You could be doing that yourself, mate. I could be doing that myself. I'm so fucking lazy. But I just love the idea. I'm thinking about now. I just love the idea of having a lovely bit of Chinese. Delicious. So, yes. So you never even even go from... You never even go from, like, deviate from that one meal. Barely. Or if I do, it's an augment to the original crispy shredded beef, egg fried rice and lemon chicken. What's your beef with... um, By the way, speaking of beef, what's your beef with homeopathy there? Just having it sticking the boot in? I just think, uh, well, it's, it's not as potent as apple cider vinegar. I just want, they should ramp up the, they should ramp up, what are they putting in it? I don't know, fucking arsenic. There's all kinds in there. The know. thing that annoys me is that until about five years ago, the NHS was funding homeopathy. Yeah, I don't know no, how they got away with that. I, th- I, don't, I, I, don't I think it's Prince Charles related, actually. Yeah, he was he was a big fan, wasn't he? Yeah, did he write a few letters? Oh yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, the spider letters. Do you remember they were called the spider letters? Were they called the spider letters? Because of his handwriting, yeah. Because of his handwriting, yeah. <laughs> imagine yeah, like, no. imagine just sort of like sitting in your tarot going, oh, it's right. I mean, it's good. Um, at least he's doing that. That's all I'm saying. At least he's doing that. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> can I ask? Can I ask you? Uh, can I do a, a classic Luke and Pete show um, step change? Because yes. um, there is a. There's a yeah. There's a really interesting story that is like so in your wheelhouse. It's like unbelievable, right? Yeah. Um, there's a guy, and I can't fucking remember his name, but it doesn't matter. Who right. I, who was working for Google in the US? Oh yeah. And ever since I read this story, I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah. Um, who was working with AI? I think I think it was initially AI language recognition, right? So it was how quickly and how well like an AI. You know, piece of technology could work out a language, whether they could have com- conversations and stuff. And he got to this stage where um, he was able to have like, a, like an amazing conversation with this AI, mm. and to the point where I think it passed the Turing test, right? Yeah. Which is the thing that Alan Turing sits down saying is it indistinguishable between a, a computer and a, and, a, mm. and, a, and a human being. And then he started to say stuff like he thought it was getting like a bit weird and all the rest of it, and it was doing shit, and it was thinking about stuff, and he got nervous about it, and he mm. ended up going public about it, yeah. and then Google fired him. Did yeah. you see that story? I did see that story, yeah. I think he wanted to fuck it. <laughs> I love with you. I, I, I the way he talked to him, loving sure terms. that's where you were going to go with this. Yeah. It, it just sounded it just sounded a bit like you know that film Her with uh I do, with yeah. The Joker and uh Black Widow, uh, as they are more commonly known. Uh, they it was just like <laughs> actually she was re, she was recast, wasn't she? I think they originally recorded the whole film with Tandy Newton, I think, and they just went, Oh, we need someone right, more okay. famous, so they got uh, Scarlett Johansson. Take yeah. me a while, I'll get the name of it eventually. Uh, Scarlett Johansson in there. I think we were mentioned before. But um it it was a bit like that. I, I just think he it just sounded like he got a bit too high on his own supply, a little bit too close to the product, if you know what I'm saying. I think I think there was something going so, on there. There was it's a lot of controversy because I mean it gets a little bit more unsavory given that you've taken it down there because he okay. claimed that I just found the engineer. He okay. was called he's called uh, let me find it here, Blake Lemoyne. And he right. said that like essentially the computer program as he calls it that they've built is like a roughly to kind of like an eight-year-old kid who's Uh-oh. quite, quite <laughs> well, good I'd at physics. Right? You had the choice there. That's what he you said. You had the choice to leave me legally sound. You but took you it didn't. that way. You, you took it that me way. Into the river of problems. You took it that way, and it's up to you. But can my, you go but, to prison for nonsense? A computer? I don't know. <laughs> That's the big questions we see. That's seek the to big question. We have to yeah. ask these questions. That'll be, and try the, next, and that'll be them. the next big. That'll be the next theological kind of debate. But, but the, the interesting development. <laughs> the interesting development on that front is, is the idea that you know. For you talked about her. Then you know, have you seen the film Ex Machina? I haven't. No, but it has been mentioned. If, if it's amazing, this, right? Yeah. So he. So he. The the character played by Oscar Isaacs. Um, aka my wife's favourite man in the whole world he he takes it another step he says it's not about the Turing test for, for, for now it's about I can give you an AI robot and I can tell you it's a robot and what I'm interested in is whether you as a human can genuinely feel affection and love for it as if it was a human right yes yeah. that's the kind of next phase and um People, I mean, and, and, and the guys at Eureka, who we dropped a, an episode of on this feed a while back, have done an episode that came out, I think, last week, which I haven't listened to yet, about AI and about whether they mm. think it's... Um, Rick sounded worried it was, about his future. Yeah, Rick sounded worried for himself. <laughs> uh, about whether Rick was like, it was so funny, Rick was like, because Dr. Michael Brooks was saying all this stuff, and then you could see Rick's, like, cogs turn, and he just goes, oh, no. so, um, thinking about how I... 
kind of personally survive this revolution. <laughs> do, you, do, you think, do you think there'll be AI radio presenters? <laughs> well, it's just kind of like, there will be, and of course there will be, and, and anyone who thinks that there won't be, you know, I'm too important, and I'm not saying Rick's saying that, but like people will actually think, well, they'll never replace me. Um, I, do, I think they will replace good presenters. They won't replace... Me, who sounds like he's had a brain injury, like no, they'll never replace you this. That. You can't replicate that. You no. can't. So, so, so I think I'm in fucking hog heaven here. I think I'm having a great time because I'm so bad at my job. You will never, you'll never get. And I always say this about um, uh, uh, women uh, on 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 the radio or whatever, or. In, in, in football or games, you know, kind of the preserve that was um, historically thought of as, as a very male-focused uh, place. Um, I live for the time where you can have someone as bad as me in football journalism or football uh, pr- pr- presenting or, or video game journalism or video game presenting. I, I live for someone who's as badly organised and, 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 and explains things as poorly as I do because then there will be some semblance of equality. Women have to be, you know, minorities have to be ten times better than us. They just have to be for people to fucking accept them. I, I, agree, I, agree with the, I agree with the general point, but I think you also just need to get over yourself a bit. I think but, that, um, yeah, you've but, left enough evidence, Pete, to show that you are good at what you do. I just think you're a bit but, fucking mad. That's not but, the same but, thing. But, but yeah, so 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 I'm, I'm comfortable. But then I then I sort of see, you know, like, um, I used to do like quite a lot of voices of and stuff and this isn't necessarily AI but it certainly has had deep learning pumped into it and, and, and artificial intelligence I could definitely see how um, AI could do that vo- voiceovers you know like t- that TikTok fucking voice that American voice hello I am yeah. A, yeah. an American voice and I speak like this that's and, not and you it doing sounds, that is it and it sounds great it is sounds, that you for it sounds like a, <laughs> yeah well that's what I mean so like they they won't need uh, they, they obviously won't need they, they, they right now have an approximation of quite a, um, you know, in, in certain places, like a pretty decent, uh, a, a decent bit of AI uh, voiceovers. So voiceovers won't be needed anymore. Uh, presenters won't necessarily be needed anymore. But there, there'll be some level of art that still needs to be done done, done, done by people, surely. And I, I guess I need to sort of, um, you know, listen again to that Tatley Weekly show. But but it just made me laugh that that uh, like you said, the cogs would turn. Rick and he was like, so, oh, so, fuck. Yeah, and I think in the, in the creative industry, it's slightly different, right? And I, I, and if you're going to get philosophical about it, you could probably argue that, say, in mainstream commercial radio, a lot of stations don't have presenters now, apart from Breakfast and Drive, because mm. they have a computer that can choose the music, they that can work out what's most popular, that can work out who what what, what people want to listen to at a certain time of day, and really, that's kind of a version of AI, right? It's a, yeah. learn, it's a machine learning process. But I would also yeah. say this. It's not the creative people, I don't think, that need to worry about it. I think it's the people who do completely procedural, um, scientific-based stuff, no matter how good they are. And I don't, mean that, I don't mean the kind of development of discoveries necessarily in the scientific sphere. I mean things like surgery and pilots and things like that. Because ultimately, yeah. ultimately clearly, now if we're being totally honest, it's actually only a generational cultural thing that yeah. pilots have to be in planes probably, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're easily capable of flying on their own, right? So mm-hmm. it's, what is the reason why that's not happening? It's because people don't feel comfortable, I would argue. That's the, that's the main driver of it, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. And, and they would right. say, oh, yeah, but you need someone there in case something goes wrong. Well, the reality is the, the, the machine is far less likely to go wrong than the person is. 
The machine doesn't oh, fall asleep or have a beer seven, or have a heart seven, attack. Eight, seven, that 787 uh, Max uh, um, bit of program. Well, obviously shit goes wrong. I'm not saying shit not have, go wrong. Could not have come at a better time for, for pilots, one would yeah. say. One would yeah, argue. exactly, yeah. <laughs> but it's not, a, it's not a machine that's kind of... Um, hmm. as, it's not a machine that's fallible is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's so, fair. I mean, that's, that's something we've all got to look forward to. But I think Luke and Pete show is safe for a while, yeah. Oh, we've got a few weeks, haven't we? We've got a few weeks before the world burns, eh? We should put um, AI presenters in and see how long it takes people to notice. Start a fucking union, mate. We should start a Luke and Pete show union. And what, on me, you and Rory? <laughs> Rory's not getting involved. Rory's the only one pausing. Rory's the only one that should have it. We own it. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, never Rory, mind. Rory was the seat of the reason really for how a union works. Basically, tell you what, Mammy and, Mammy and Daddy are very, uh, are very much on one side of this fucking debate, and one of them used to be a fucking miner. Good Christ. That's crazy how... Fucking how, Daily Mail, man. Fucking it's Daily how, Mail. It's how crazy. It's crazy how people are so um, easily malleable, right? Oh they're, oh, they're all... You know, my dad suddenly... Suddenly very... Very interested in trans athletes. Oh, very interested indeed. <laughs> you and your dad, you and your dad have bonded over Wordle. We have bonded over Wordle. That is a good. So that, don't I mean, do I all that nice work. <laughs> that's true. We have bonded over Wordle. What He's, would happen I mean, he... if if the word one day was trans? <laughs> trans athlete. Pub- uh, Godfrey Puberty uh, rugby team. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's. Um, it's uh, it, it, we are enjoying Wordle, but I I he, I don't think it's been a single day where I where I've managed to beat him, because I the the difference between me and him is he's got unlimited time and he starts his day at one o'clock in the morning, so he can sort of still he can that. really sort of like agonise over each particular round, whereas I. I'll just toss off a couple of rounds because I'm like I just want to discover the more letters than, than than her. And and to be honest, and and the other side of my little coin is that I play hurdle with Sarah, and fuck me, she's good at her. Like she is the best at hurdle. It does my nothing. But she's a radio DJ, right? I, she must spend her life listening to intros of music. The only one she doesn't get is when they've cleaved off the start of a song for the radio edit. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's yeah. she will nail every goddamn song like within a second it's incredible but i've never done hurdle but i'm presuming right. and this is not meant to to to, to uh, cheapen um the wife you the partner you have access to's achievements at mm. all but i'm presuming it's all quite mainstream pop music right in the grand scheme of things yeah but it goes you're not by getting decades, a cannibal so like, corpse song in there are you no you're not but you but no they're, they're big songs but like this, I mean, especially in the 80s where everything was the same fucking synthesizer. Everything was the fucking TR-80, whatever they called it. Good, like, wasn't it? Every fucking drum sounded exactly the same. And she can just go, bang, bang, bang. Like, honestly, it's it's astonishing. And, like, uh, you know your music. I think she'd beat you as well. It's insane. Oh, I smell, I smell a special. Yeah. I, I smell, smell a patron only special. <laughs> she would be. I'm sure she would beat me. I'm not, I'm not, that, I'm not that good at it. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, bizarre. I, I do know a bit about it, but I'm not that good at it. Uh, speaking of which, um, speaking of the old uh, TR80, have you, um, I don't suppose you heard that Kate Bush interview on Women's Hour, did you? Oh, I didn't. She was a, I, I, only, I, I saw that she'd been interviewed, and it's like, because uh, she never gets interviewed about anything, does she, really? No, exactly. That's what was interesting. It reminded me of you last week saying that like you were you were falling hook, line, and sinker for all the rumours about her her live <laughs> show. Boy. But um, <laughs> I, I just like to hear from her because it's just the, the scarcity of it is so it's such a novelty these days, right? Yeah. yeah. 
People say that, oh, you know, one of the things I find really interesting, and you'll probably be on this, on this side as well, and maybe you can, you can disavow me of this notion, is there's a real kind of, mostly Twitter, let's be fair, a real mm. kind of Twitter-fueled um, kind of conversational point around Kate Bush that she is, quote, a, a Tory artist, and that, like, she's a disgrace because she's a Tory and stuff. And, and um, I find that really interesting because it's like, first of all, she never really speaks. And second yeah. of all, what does it fucking matter? I, di- I didn't get the I didn't get that 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 sniff from her to be honest. What, what she said in the past, like is she? I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure. Bearing but... in mind her historical political um, protestations would have been at an era where the Tories probably made a little bit more sense than these absolute dribbling internet trolls. You know what I mean? Like yeah, given that like, given that you know the same people who absolutely fucking lionised David Bowie, uh, who went through quite a severe Nazi phase. Oh, uh, I love, he was always yeah. getting caught on the borders with a little with a little medal here and there. Yeah, Brit- Britain is ready for a fascist leader. I think Britain could benefit from a fascist leader. Fascism is really nationalism. I believe very strongly in fascism. Look, I didn't. <laughs> it's quite unequivocal, isn't it? And then he said, and then he said, um, <laughs> then he said, uh, he, he retracted the comments later and said, uh, uh, I had a lot of mental instability okay. caused by my drug problems. <laughs> I don't know, co- I don't know, co- yeah, co- said, I was out of my mind, is what he said. But there's an amazing video of David. We shouldn't make like that because it's obviously terrible, but um, it's funny to me how people pick and choose. But there's an amazing video yeah. of, of David Bowie in the depths of his cocaine addiction, which has obviously just caused this amazing paranoia. And he's in the back of a taxi being interviewed, and my god, because of how he looks as well mm. it, it, I mean speaking of AIs he does not look like a fucking human being in any way shape or form <laughs> so I don't know why people get so hit up about that kind of stuff and then we'll just easily dismiss basically what it comes down to is a combination of I like sexism, Kate Bush and I don't, I don't like the fact that other people now like her or I yeah, don't yeah. like her so I'm going to use her poli- perceived political views which I can't even confirm about her yeah. anyway yeah. should we take a break and then talk about Paul Daniels yes please alright One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Oh, but not a lot. I'm Paul Daniels, and I'm going to wear my wand on some magic's going to happen on the Luca Picchio. Uh, that was an ident that he recorded for the Luca Picchio that didn't actually exist when uh, before he died. Uh, That's the last thing he did before he died. The last thing he did before he died, and he's like, well, my work here is done. Then he was uh, trampled he by an elephant. Flew, <laughs> flew into space. <laughs> an elephant threw him into space. It was brilliant. Let's do a um, let's do the batteries first, Pete. All right then. Uh, we got batteries. We got batteries from boys and batteries. Actually, it might just be boys this time. So yeah, cool. Batteries from boys. Uh, Brian. Long time listening. Haven't heard you read these ones out. Hoping they are new players. Medcell uh, found in the radio in a box in the shed. Brian with me. No, actually, oh. yeah, it's Medcell. Yeah, it's not Messel. Uh, oh no, maybe it is. I don't know. No, it's, 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 it's Medcell. It's Medcell. It's Medcell. Is it Medcell? Okay, Medcell yeah. professional. Have we got a Medcell in the Luca Picchio email box? Congratulations to you, Brian, with a Y, because that is a new player, my hey, friend. Hey, we're starting off. White five hat, years. Baby. Five years this summer, and we're still getting new players. Well done, Brian. I'm loving it. I'm bloody loving it. Uh, Adam Mills come in with one. All right, boys, I've got, new, new, uh, got a couple of batteries for you to look at. Hopefully, at least uh, one is a new player. They are from a, uh, a Sartorius printer in my work. I wonder what a Sartorius printer is and why it needs a battery. Uh, NX, that's going to be hard to uh, search for. Uh, and NX Power Tech. If we just go for NX Power Tech, I think that's... Uh, yeah, so... Um, he, I mean, Adam, you are very close here. You are the second person to send in the NX and NX Power Tech. Mm. Uh, the the new player dis- that was a new player discovered by Craig Souter ah. on uh, the tenth of July uh, last year. So you're about you're almost a year out of date, I'm afraid. Right, okay. but a good effort nonetheless. Just not quite a new player, sadly. I'm wondering what size. Uh, have you got like a picture of that? Because like, what size battery is it? Like, is it like a little, um, a little phone battery or? A, no, they're, or they're, they're just straight double A's, mate. Oh, decent, nice. Yeah, uh, James yeah. Crosby has got in touch with an H Cell Energy. That's H Cell Energy. Hi, look at Pete. I recently took a trip to Kansas with my wife to visit her family. We stayed with their grandparents for a few days. They own a two-story garage large enough to fit 13 cars inside. So full of stuff that it currently only fits three. Her granddad has a slight hoarding problem. Huh. I wanted to, him to uh, show me around the garage because I haven't been able to visit for a couple of years due to COVID. Once inside, I was reminded of his love for flashlights. They were everywhere. He loves a flashlight. Uh, I was then more <laughs> interested in, in screwing flashlights to check where the batteries were uh, when he wasn't looking that I was in the restored classic cars he has in there from the 1930s. Unfortunately, many of the flashlights contain mainstream brands and I was only able to find one I never heard of before, and it was called H Cell Energy. It sounds like James from Flixton's uh, Kansas-based grandparent-in-law is very much. Uh, he's a hoarder, but he likes the cash and carry, so he just buys right. a load of Duracells. But every now and again, at a push, he'll flirt with an H Cell Energy. Just make sure you're screwing a flashlight and not a flashlight. I think that's got a slightly different thing. That's true, yeah. That, um, I don't think they need batteries from, from, from memory. Sorry. A, <laughs> from, <reading laughs> from memory of yesterday. It's a great <laughs> um, long run-up. It's a fantastic email. It's great to get an insight into that. I just love the, the, the pictures that James is painting there with his words. I can imagine yeah. the, uh, the big garage in, in somewhere in, in rural Kansas. Uh, yeah. I am also delighted to add that um, the H-Cell Energy is indeed a brand new player. It's good stuff. It's another winner. So that's two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad, baby. What's who sang that song? Two out of three ain't bad. It's um, Meatloaf. Meatloaf. And speaking of rockers, <laughs> what? Bang! That's a link. Paul Daniels. Um, 
No. Oh. We can talk about Paul Daniels after this. Okay. Uh, we got an email from uh, GJM. Hello, GJM, on uh, Twitter. Good evening to the people. Definitely an not the An email on Twitter, Grandad. <laughs> uh, good evening to the people. Definitely not the Luke. Please can you give us warning if you're going to drop something horrific in passing conversation like The Darkness are a band from about 20 years ago. I gasped like I'd been shot in the chest. Good day, <laughs> sir. GJM. Did you see, and, and follow Jasper also uh, got involved, I'm fucking old. Everyone's very upset uh, with you telling everyone that The Darkness Follow Jasper's right. league's never been more offended than Never hearing that fact. Offended, I know. I, listen, I, I feel your pain. I understand yeah. it totally. Well, if you want to tweet at follow Jasper on Twitter with some abuse, do so. It Don't sounds like he needs that. a bit of perspective. It sounds like the man needs a bit of perspective. But you know, Justin Tell Hawkins... Him Luke and Pete um, sent you. Justin Hawkins came in to the studio last week to do yes. uh, Jack's show and apparently he was an absolute gentleman. So I'm very He's pleased to hear chap. that. Did it, I, I saw him... I was doing... Uh, I was I was doing it abroad in Japan. We've been kicked out of the ministry, so we were doing it in a meeting room. So we we I popped in because translation. He didn't book the studio, so he had to do it in a meeting room. No way, no dice. That does not sound like me. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I and I no. I'm a man who just rolls with the punches. Bad news, good news. It's all. It's it, either's going to make me depressed. So yeah. I'm just roll the punches. Um, either's going to make you fly off the handle. So we pop up. So we pop popped in and uh, and. Um, and uh, to see, because uh, I wanted to introduce uh, Chris to Jack, couldn't do it because they were interviewing uh, Justin Hawkins on the, in the studio. I was like, oh, yeah. I love him. I think he's very. And when we, uh, when we have to calm Justin you down. Justin Hawkins rides again, again. That's great, isn't it? It's good. When we have to calm you down in the office, Pete, we just get you like a little little baby and rock you and have a little baby's bottle with some apple cider vinegar in it. I'd love that. Imagine that kid sucking on apple cider vinegar. Oh, imagine, imagine what the staff the would think. Imagine what our colleagues would think like. They yeah. walked into the office one morning and I was just doing that to you. Well, I I, I think how things have changed uh, in just in our lives uh, that we both had very similar trousers on and I suggested we should rub the crotches uh, on each other. Oh, right, yeah. And you, and you seemed a bit put out, a bit embarrassed. You said, no, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that in front of our colleagues that don't know what the past was like. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, if it was just you and me in the office, I would have think that was funny. Um, right. But you, you mean, really, you have got to observe the fact that there is, like, employment yeah. law does exist. So Yeah, not, not between us two. I've seen, no, I've seen no I've We've drawn up our own laws so for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, we've been trailing Paul Daniels stories all day. You uh, have. Yeah, I couldn't, I wanna, I couldn't be bothered with him. I want to talk about the one that Mike Scott sent in because it really chimed with me. It chimed with me. And I it only came in an hour ago. with you all, all night. night. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mike says, gents, long time listener, third time emailer. This may Oof. be the least interesting Oof. of the three emails sent, but I felt compelled to contact you about Paul Daniels. As a man born in the early 80s like yourselves, I was subject to Paul Daniels-related entertainment throughout my childhood, and I want to discuss <laughs> two main issues. Right. Okay. One, the Paul Daniels magic set. Surely ubiquitous among people our age. In retrospect, this Christmas yes. treat was absolute dog shit. I remember trying to entertain relatives with the ball in three cups and other such toss. Retrospectively, my kids <laughs> I, now I, have I it so good. I swallowed that ball. I swallowed that ball. Oh, I remember the... now. I saw that ball came out the other end. Brilliant. Could I be? Could I be less surprised? I couldn't. I, I bet back then it was a. It was like an asbestos rubber fucking vulcanized rubber monstrosity. I bet that's taken five years off my life. 
Fantastic. I had, I had the magic set as well, and I couldn't do a single fucking had thing little, with it. I had a little rope, didn't it? For like the yeah. cut the rope thing. <laughs> it was so So, um, <laughs> our friend Mike's, uh, like, he's, um, he's included the photo of the magic set and the, and the manual that he came nice. with it, right? Okay. And um, I just remember it being absolutely baffling. There was a magic wand in it where if you did a certain trick, the white, because you know, like a magic wand is black with the white bits at the end. Yes. Like, if you did a certain trick, the white bit would slip down and overlap with each other so it looked like you changed the, the physical makeup of the wand but it was so fucking hard to do and when you could do it it was so shit like it was completely pointless the thing the thing that gets me about uh, uh, you know you know I'm not a big fan of magicians the thing that gets me is like none of none of the ones you see none of the magicians you see have ever made up their own trick and even if they have it's a variation of a very old trick and the the fundamentals is they've gone to a magic shop or they've gone online and they've put their money down and they've bought that trick every every fucking tiktok every instagram every twitter fucking uh, magician has just bought something online like and fine they've practiced the craft maybe i should do that one week i'll just dazzle you with a magic trick and and you'll think that I'm a, like a Paul Daniels level magician, but in reality, you just bought it off the internet. It's I think absolute... you're talking absolute shit. What are you talking about? There's no way you could execute a great magic trick. Most magicians just buy their shit online, but they're still doing I'll... it. Yeah, they're still doing it. I'll I'll go. I'll right next time we do a little Pete show in the studio. I'll bring a fucking magic trick and I will nail that magic trick in front of you. And okay, you well, that's, that would be amazing. I will definitely right. want that to happen. Okay. I will film that. But secondly, cool like, to use an analogy, <laughs> this is the first time you've ever cool. made a note for anything. To impress <laughs> Luke. Yeah. Well, I love um, the idea. Fair, I'll, be, I'll be making notes all the way through this because I'm going to have to edit the show. And I've got producer Rory's bumhole from the previous <laughs> episode, Disney racism, um, uh, public... Uh, public pooing in the petocracy, uh, apple cider vinegar, AI... And just some batteries. So I yeah, have been so, making notes, actually. Um, I I love the idea of you doing that. I think our listeners would agree. Imagine but when you go to the opera and you yeah. witness an amazing performance, no one in the crowd is thinking, well, they haven't written that. They just learnt it. That, it's I not, just it's, think the, I that's just not think what performance the, is. The, it's a performance, isn't it? Yeah, but you're performing. But you're, yeah, but just the, 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 the raw fucking the raw cheek of just walking into a magic shop and like there was this lad they used to do um he was called rick shaw uh he he, he used to do a uh he used to do a, a couple of shows on on xfm back in the day and he loved magic and he loved doing magic and stuff and he, he, his name was rick shaw it wasn't his real name it was rick cutler but for some reason they, they made him change it because uh, not xfm let's make that very clear a previous radio station made him change his name because it was too jewish um Though Cutler, to me, I, I, I don't think that's Jewish. I, I was confused. He is Jewish. I didn't come here to talk about how Jew, Jewish he is. But, um, <laughs> how Jewish Sorry, can I just confirm? Was he, was, he, was he Jewish? <laughs> you would not believe what he could do with his foreskin. What a magic no, trick. No. He just made it disappear. <laughs> I went, what have you done, Rick? That's amazing. No. <laughs> No, he was uh, he he loved magic and he and basically all of his stuff was just chintzy fucking um, tricks you'd buy off the internet and they were well performed but he'd sort of go Pete look at this look at this magic bag I've got I was like right a bag that no one's ever seen it looked like different to any other bag you've seen in the world ever and he went look at this bag look I'm going to bring out a uh, what did he call it he called it like a uh, an ornament I'm going to bring out an ornament right how do and you know pulls... this guy because you work with him yeah he's a DJ lovely lad really nice lad Jewish. Um, he pulls out. <laughs> he pulls out this ornament, right? 
Uh, but it's not an ornament. It's clearly a plastic sort of thin clear plastic thing that can clearly be if pushed at a certain angle flattened to the bottom of a fucking bag and he went yeah. look the ornament just disappeared no one's putting that on their fucking fireplace Rick that's a nonsense that's, yeah. you just bought that on the internet and now you're trying to pass it off as something you've invented I'm having none of it and I'm but sorry to assassinate a, a man who's just trying to do good magic tricks for me but I just find it's just lying it's just it's lying like to me it's like saying I think footballers are crap because I went to the park and saw a guy do three keepy ups and he lost his ball <laughs> it's, not, it, it's, not, it's not really comprehensive as an assessment is it how Jewish is he? I just, I just think I just think it's whole, the whole thing is just like there's just too much capitalism in there. It's too much like I go buy someone else a trick that they've invented and they've spent ages crafting this perfect trick that, and then they go online and they sell that trick. They sell the secret, they sell the equipment, and they sell it to you. But I don't understand why you're so hit up about the trading tricks. I don't. So what? I don't understand the problem. I'm just going to say, right, so, right, have you got a magic trick on your on your mind that you really impresses you? That you sort of go, fuck, that's an amazing trick. Not something with the, with the, with the, um, the wall of China. I can't buy that David, on the internet. That's an illusion, isn't it? David, <laughs> David Blaine in the box. It, what do you mean, in a box? Is that you a magic David trick? David Blaine in the box, they everyone starts That wasn't a magic trick, he just nah. stayed in a box. Um, what about when they, saw, when they saw people in half, what about that? Right, sawing people in That's half an illusion as well, trick. right? Uh, buying the box. It's just a box, isn't it? It's just funny. Like, okay, two tables. Okay. You're gonna buy one off the internet. I'm gonna buy one off the internet. I don't know how to, how to find one, but there will be somewhere that sells these special. Here we go. Look, the Merchant of Magic. He's selling. Oh, he sounds uh, good. Su- a super levitation trick. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, you just buy. You just buy it, and it's just. Is it just? It's, yeah, it's just a special table that you sit on. An assistant is placed in a trance and told to climb up on a board that's resting on two screens and lie down flat. Um, it's £1,500. Uh, I'm not going to be buying that one uh, for next week, Sean. <laughs> You'll be pleased to, pleased to know. Because I think that would even stretch the um, the auspices of my, uh, my, uh, uh, my accountant's idea of what constitutes fair <laughs> He'd dealing. Explode. With He'd fucking explode <laughs> if you did that. Oh, Pete, that's not happening. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can buy that trick and it's the instructions and the table and the yeah. super levitation and stuff it's so expensive um, and that's Paul Daniels there who died earlier <laughs> <Sorry>. today <laughs> at 83 <laughs> yeah the cutting half one you can buy the box for 1741 you can buy I love it. it. I'd love, I love the idea of you being asked to go on the BBC News to talk about Paul Daniels and the aftermath's <laughs> death and then trying to cut off to a new story and you're in the background just going, you can fucking buy the tricks. He bought them. It. He bought the tricks. He bought them on the internet. He's a fucking clown. AliExpress, 1,741, down from 1,800. It's disgusting what they're Th- doing. Thanks. It's disgusting. Thanks. Not me, Mike. I made my microphone disappear by punching it. Thanks for your email, Mike. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks for the Mike. second point you about made that. about um, Paul Daniels narrating the children's show Wizbit, which I do remember. Yeah. And that was absolutely harrowing. It was awfully fucking scary. Really weird. Ha, Look at the ha, screenshots away. now. Ha ha, that away. Yeah. Ha ha, this weird. away. My oh my. But I think Wanna a lot see of... some magic, magic, magic. Yeah. Sorry, Lee. I think a lot. I think a lot of um, 80s children's TV shows, the people on them making Chilling. them were just off their tits. 
Like, there's one called Ulysses, which I thought was brilliant, and the theme tune's amazing. And the theme tune oh, like spent like French... six months writing it. That was a Japanese cartoon, though, based on the. But that was just that's just manga. That's just anime that's been uh, that's been rebadged for for, for the but Western. The way I, I see it's like this: what's, what's the pitch to the network? Have you got an idea for a show? Yeah, uh, we're going to do Ulysses. So we're going to do like an ancient Greek philosopher's story yeah. set in the future in space for kids. Yeah, get out, get out of my office. Get out of my office. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a man in here sign a woman enough. <laughs> yeah, no, that's impressive. That's what kids want to see. He yeah, bought but, it. You know, what, the stuff. woman? No, the trick. <laughs> he bought it. Right, fool. Pete. That's that's the end of our tribute to right. Paul Daniels. We've done the batteries. Yeah, we've sorry. done an email. We've ticked the box. That was an email special in which we did one email for about two minutes. I will that's say that Paul Daniels is probably respected and probably made up loads and loads of uh, tricks for the magic circle, but. He doesn't buy them off the internet. It didn't. The internet didn't exist when he was alive. So. Some people are buy, some people are making the tricks, right? Yeah. You know, um, apparently uh, he was the highest member you can be in the inner magic circle, and was described by them as the godfather of magic. I mean, why have they got an inner magic circle? What next? Where's this going to end? Well, I think the inner magic circle is is like when you go really like I think you only get it by certain decree by like the president or something. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You have yeah. to be like a, good, a brilliant performer and everything. It's the Masons within the Masons. You get oh, yeah, kicked yeah, yeah. out if you give away the, um, you give away the, um, the secrets. The Do you know also yeah. that Prince Charles was in the Magic Circle? I think they just given him that. <laughs> I think they just, just shut him up. Is that what he thinks? He wrote a letter. Is? He probably wrote a letter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. All right, let's go. All right, then. Take us, take us out of this, uh, Pete. I want to see some magic, magic, magic. Want to see some magic? Three feet tall. It's the uh, theme tune to Whisper. Who the fuck was Green Claws? Was that something to do with Daniels? That was another TV show for kids, right? He had a money, he had a magic yeah, tree magic... that could grow anything. Hot no, it was a magic money. greenhouse, wasn't it? No, it was a tree with a with an owl in it, a, a clockwork owl in it. But he grew get all these fucking, different. Get your fucking Green Claws right, mate. He drew all the he grew all these different things in um in a like greenhouse. And oh it, yeah, it's, it's in the song, isn't it? Yeah. And they would plant in something the green like in house. Oh, it was the riddle tree, wasn't it? I was just looking out. The riddle tree used to answer uh, riddles and stuff. Oh, that was a side. That was a side issue. <laughs> I think so. I think it's a subplot. It's a subplot. It's good stuff. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Get that in. Get that on Netflix. Fucking Netflix. Seriously, than what though, you usually um, fucking do. I do need to go. So can you just do the outro? All right. I'm gone. We'll be back on Monday. So what we do? So look at Pete Shaw. Suckers! <laughs> Hello at Luke and Pete Show for us to ignore your emails. Suckers! At Luke and Pete Show for us to ignore your tweets. And at Luke and Pete Show for us to ignore your Instagrams. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is the most amount of emails we've ever read on the show. We did a Justin Hawkins, we did a Paul Dan, oh, we did yeah, three we fucking did. batteries. Rory, when you're not here, this runs like fucking clockwork. A clockwork owl at that. See yeah. you later, dickheads. Show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.